Practically, in all the webinars and training programs that I'm part of recently, one thing is always asked about. Cryptocurrencies, investments in Bitcoin and altcoins, Ethereum, Cardano, Dogecoin, and many, many more. Is it really right to invest in cryptocurrencies? Let me tell you what are the reasons for investing in this and the pitfalls. What are the things that you should watch out for? And if you decide that you're going to invest, I'd like to give you tips on how to do this wisely and better. Hello mga ka-RFF! Again, a great day to all of you. I hope you're all well together with all of your loved ones. I hope you're thriving and healthy in this particular time. As mentioned, this video is going to be all about investments in cryptocurrency. It's getting to be so wildly popular. And I can say a lot of people are asking about it, contemplating, and really thinking, do they get to participate in this investment while others, you know, blindly jumping into it, others studying it, really looking at which coins are going to be making it and which coins are really going to be here well into the future. What are the reasons why you should contemplate investing in cryptocurrency? So let me rephrase that. Maybe the better question is, what are the reasons for investing in cryptocurrency? Number one reason is the fact that cryptocurrencies are fast gaining acceptance and adoption as a new asset class. Yes, little by little, we're seeing institutions, big entrepreneurs getting into the fray and making cryptocurrencies a part of their investment portfolio. Some are even looking at cryptocurrencies as a medium of exchange. Again, all within the platform of blockchain, a technology that certainly will be here to stay. You know, I would have dismissed this. About two, three years ago, I would probably be disinterested until I saw one of my longtime idols, a person I look up to, and guess what? I chanced upon her in an elevator in Vietnam in a conference of investment and global finance. And the topic she was talking about in the elevator would be cryptocurrencies. And she was advising people around her at that time not to ditch and disregard cryptocurrencies. She said, you know, this might be the internet as we saw it a decade ago. It's almost like it's a non-standard. We still believe in mail and all of a sudden, look at where we are today. So there can be a probable future here. The only requirements that she had 
two things that were important to her. And if these requirements are going to be met, she felt that cryptocurrency will have a solid future. And those are trust and stability. So all I'm saying is through the proper direction, this might be the next big thing. Because we all know that it can become a different standard, much like the internet and how it has disrupted communications, business, and our lives in general, cryptocurrency might be doing the same. The other thing why it's gaining a lot of acceptance is the fact that governments, especially during this pandemic, would continuously print money. The fiat money is certainly going to get clobbered because of valuation issues. As governments print and print more cheap money, the value of currencies will be expected to go lower over time. And because most of cryptocurrencies, just like Bitcoin, the standard is of finite supply, then the value might just be continuously going up. Which leads me to the number two reason. You have early mover advantage. You might not have first mover advantage anymore. Maybe people who have invested 10, 13 years ago might be the first movers, but it's actually still within early stages. The value can immediately go up because a lot of companies and people in general have not accepted it yet. And as we begin, can you just imagine big companies all over the world allocating 5%, 10% of all of their assets in cryptocurrency, then we might probably see a bit of an explosion sometime soon. And being there early might give you the advantage of getting in cheap. I remember this would be many, many years ago, probably even more than a few decades ago. I think many of you saw me saying that I would have bought PLDT at 10 pesos. I, I bought Alliance Global below 1 peso and even Ayala Land at around 5 pesos. To be there early before the growth spurts really happen, accord you the luxury of paying little for something that might be much, much greater and more valuable in the future. Number three, no matter how small an amount you can allocate for cryptocurrencies, it's still considered a diversification mode. If it's going to be a new asset class and you put something in it, it might just go against the grain of other asset classes, which means in certain economic shifts, some assets might do poorly, but others might just behave positively. In which case, the more asset classes you have in your portfolio, the more diversified you can be. And lastly, cryptocurrencies may just be an inevitable medium of exchange for the future. See, I'm saying this because I am admittedly a digital immigrant. I have lived at a time when we have phones that we need to dial, that we have party lines and all that. My children will never believe that that was a reality before. They are digital natives. Their world would be so fast, would be so disrupted, and probably they're not going to see things the way we do. 
So certainly for the life and business of the future, cryptocurrency might be answering certain needs that can never be matched by fiat currency. Just imagine what's top of mind today. Fast and free. See, if we think about fast and free, sometimes regular fiat currency cannot be that because of all of these central regulations and going through certain institutions such as banks, there can be normal friction costs. But cryptocurrency, because of their nature, might be skirting those realities and absolutely can tie in with the requirements of businesses and investments in the future. So with these four reasons for investing in cryptocurrencies, and you get to decide, yes, I'd want to pursue this. You have to watch out and be cautious of certain realities within this realm, within this new asset class. Number one is the fact that there are so many illegitimate platforms, scams, and schemes proliferating within the cryptocurrency world. How many times have you heard scams that are happening? Platforms that are just there to do people. Sometimes people think they have bought cryptocurrency and it's not even there because of the lack of regulation, compliance, and governance. It can be a dangerous arena. So be careful. Number two is storage and safekeeping. Much like real money, you have a decision. If you'd rather keep it within an institution like a bank or you keep the physical money with you and with fiat normally we don't hold too much unless we are about to use it in cryptocurrency however your investment can be so large you're going to be uncomfortable in making it stay within certain platforms and most of these are digital so people are kind of spooked by them what if one day they just all disappear so many people get into what we call hard and physical storage Yes, you can come up with your own wallets, but always be careful because cryptocurrencies, while in a platform, can be hacked. However, storing them physically with actual physical wallets can also be dangerous. You might simply forget the password. And you see, in this particular area, once you forget the password, you're only given a few chances of coming up with it. And if you miss out and you really forget, there goes your cryptocurrency, there goes the value. In fact, I can cite you a particular example. A German-born guy now living in San Francisco was paid, you know, several years ago, 7,000 plus Bitcoins. It was not worth so much at that time, a few dollars per Bitcoin, but in today's Bitcoin prices, his bitcoins are worth 200 million US dollars. So unfortunate for Stepan Thomas that he actually forgot his password. He wrote it down, but he misplaced his slip of paper where it was written. He has tried eight times, and the last I heard, he only has two more chances to supply the right password and if he doesn't get it right in those last two chances he has to say goodbye to 200 million dollars worth of bitcoin so storage and safekeeping 
can be one of the issues you need to make decisions on. Number three is the fact that Bitcoin and all altcoins are still considered speculative investments. And because they're speculative investments, it is also very risky to be an early mover. If you're one of the first, you're going to be the most exposed. People who are going to be following through when an asset class is already accepted and adopted might not be taking as much risk as the early movers are. And because of this third issue, it leads me to the number four thing you need to watch out for, and that is volatility. You will have to accept the fact that value will have to go up and down, and it can be so brisk and fast. You see, cryptocurrency exchanges trade this asset seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So markets don't actually stop. And the movements that you can see in a given number of hours might be the fluctuations you will see in stock markets over months and years. That's real. That's the kind of volatility you need to contend with. And because of all of these, let me share with you the tips that I have in investing in cryptocurrency. Number one is to make sure that you utilize the proper asset allocation rules in portfolio investing. And because this is a volatile speculative asset, it is important that we put amounts that we can lose. That we can lose. You don't exactly match up goals like children's education, retirement, on cryptocurrency. Maybe not yet, maybe in the future. When you do that today, it can still be gambling. So if you're going to be doing some asset allocation, maybe investing 5 to 10% of your assets might be enough. Now, the risk takers among you might want to have a larger piece, a larger percentage. Again, it will be up to you, your experience and acumen, and more importantly, the risk position you can personally handle. Number two, use stable, highly capitalized, and legitimate exchanges. And there are quite a few. Coinbase and Coinbase Pro, Cash App, Binance, and eToro are quite good names, quite accepted by the cryptocurrency market. Check out the platform you're using. How much is that capitalized? Who are the people behind it? Because you might just wake up one morning to find out that that entire platform doesn't exist anymore. And I've heard this from some of my friends who have invested in crypto who really regret it. And if your base is getting bigger and you're not comfortable anymore to keep such an amount in these exchanges, maybe it's high time you take your cryptocurrency and physically store it yourself. Just make sure you use stable storage facilities and always remember your password. It's very important that you don't get to forget that. Lastly, and most importantly, study. Anything that we invest on, we should have a depth of knowledge, an appreciation, and great understanding. In fact, I can always say this, the amount of money I put in a given financial instrument is going to be a direct function of how much I know about it, of how much I understand the way it works, the risks I'm exposed to, 
and how I can create value, not just today, but in the future. How it gets to match future goals and financial aspirations. And I'm really, really studying cryptocurrency now. At this day and age, yes, I am studying it. I just don't want to get into something I don't understand. And when I say I'm studying it, I really study it. I get into research, both secondary and primary. And I guess for some of you, I've shared this. I went to the extent of even being in meetings, interviewing and conversing with people in the know, with the guys themselves. You know, just showing you these pictures, a lot of friends can't believe it. Rex Mendoza, maybe an old chap, a chip from the old block, is looking at cryptocurrency and talking to no other than what? Charles Hawkinson, a guy who co-founded Ethereum and is the founder of Cardano and the coin ADA. But you see, when I really get to study, I just don't look at the investment proposition. I'm really looking at the engine that makes the investment proposition work. And for this reason, the real meetings we had with him was to talk about how blockchain can help specific organizations. And in this particular case, a local government unit. We were inviting him to go to Bataan and have a stick at the Freeport area where he can probably hold office, create and maintain services for the province and probably the whole of the country. And well into the future, maybe have a location here that becomes a hub for their presence in Asia. We are looking at the application they had in Ethiopia where they are providing blockchain services so much so that students, as they go from high school to college, will have all of their data within a blockchain. So much so that even as they go through employment, there would be an identifiable set of information that's attached to them. And guess what? This immediately creates a financial identity as well. Can you just imagine an ecosystem that can be like that? where the fluidity of talent and their financial capacity is all within a firm and clear blockchain platform. Wow, that's going to be a big thing. Charles was amazed. Charles was excited to see opportunities within Bataan and the Philippines. And let me share with you the short video clip where he actually reacted to that meeting. This was a question raised with him in a live session in YouTube. And I'm really so proud that this is the way this big man, this big man in cryptocurrency viewed us, the entire group, citing the name of the congressman and the governor of Bataan and the gang. Yes, I am part of just the gang. Charles, it's real that you talked to some of the government officials in uh, the Philippines. Yes, I did. Uh, special economic zone just outside of Freeport. Uh, economic zone, Adalan. And uh, uh, Joseph Garcia and the governor and the rest of the gang. And I said, throw something our way and we'll figure it out. I'll create some jobs if you guys can give us some. So we're working on it. It's in uh, Jerry's realm now. 
Very friendly though. I like because clearly over and above the coins, this is really what the world is going to be looking at because that's the future of the digital world. Smart contracts, NFTs, it's a whole ecosystem. It is not just the coins. It is not just the investments. It's the digital world that's fueled by disruptive technology. I hope this video has helped many of you as you contemplate and further study cryptocurrencies and as you think about investing in them. I hope you can give this a like. And for those who are not yet subscribed, please do so and hit the notification bell so that we can inform you about our future video releases. Again, this is Rex Mendoza wishing you all the very best in your investments and financial journey. Blessings always. Your voice echoes around.